This is the Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News. Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama. Unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice. Governor Ivey is not going to call a special legislative session as requested by a Democrat state lawmaker to deal with the 2019 abortion ban. A spokeswoman for the governor, Gina Maiola, released a statement saying that Governor Ivey remains committed to seeing the 2019 law enacted in the state. That abortion ban has no exceptions for an abortion to be performed in cases of rape or incest. House Minority Leader Anthony Daniels wanted to hold a special session in the wake of the recent Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade and returned the abortion issue to states to decide. Daniel believes the current abortion ban here in Alabama is too restrictive. A man in Mobile is in trouble with the U.S. Secret Service for threatening to kill President Joe Biden. John Bazor Jr. apparently called the White House switchboard to make the threat. The U.S. Secret Service has now filed a criminal complaint against Bazor after they tracked his location down to a hotel in Alabama and found the phone on which he made the call. His detention hearing was held this past Wednesday. Bazor already has bond violations for other cases here in Alabama and a judge has ordered a psychiatric evaluation in his case. The Southern Poverty Law Center and the American Civil Liberties Union here in Alabama have filed a lawsuit regarding a judge appointment in Madison County. The lawsuit is on behalf of Tierra Young Hudson, who won the primary election for the judge's seat in Jefferson County after Clyde Jones announced his retirement. Hudson also filed to be appointed to the position by the governor, until the November 2024 election. This latest lawsuit is a challenge to the way in which the Alabama Judicial Resources Allocation Commission transferred that judge position from Jefferson County to Madison County. Hudson says she's now fighting to sit on a seat that was eliminated by an agency that was bent on unjustly transferring that seat to another place. A man wanted in Macon County for the murder of his wife is now found dead. 44-year-old Adrian Collins was wanted for capital murder charges after the shooting death of 46-year-old Jamisha Collins. That shooting happened on July 13th in a home where other family members were present and, in some cases, witnessed the crime. Police had been searching for Collins since that time. The Macon County Sheriff, Andre Brunson, has not released any more details surrounding the cause of death for Adrian Collins. Alabama Congressman Gary Palmer gets scolded by the chairwoman of a House subcommittee, for holding up a picture of an unborn baby's fully developed hand emerging from an in utero surgery. Chairwoman Deanna Deggett objected to the picture since Palmer did not get it pre-approved before he showed it. Here's the exchange. I want to show a, a poster. This is world-renowned. It's gone in all types of magazines. Gentlemen, we'll suspend, oh. and the staff will take down that picture. You can take it down. In this committee, we admit documents or photographs on unanimous consent bases, and this has not I accept been... accept the chair's rule. Excuse me. This has not been shown to the majority, and it has not been agreed to, and there's no foundation of we will not be, allow it to be displayed, and we will not allow it to be submitted for the record. I'm That's not the surprised. That's the ruling of the chair. Gentlemen's recognized. I'm not surprised at all that you wouldn't want to show this photo of uh, an in utero surgery in which the child being operated on grasped the finger of the doctor uh, doing the surgery. That picture was taken in 1999. And, uh, and having not seen the photo, I cannot comment as to what it is. 
Okay. The gentleman decided not to share it with the majority. Okay. Uh, but uh, the individual in the photo is now 22 years old. His name is Sam. The purpose of that hearing was in regards to the U.S. Supreme Court ruling that overturned Roe v. Wade. The iconic picture that Palmer showed has been titled Hand of Hope and was taken by Michael Clancy at Vanderbilt University Medical Center during a fetal surgery. Good news up in the Shoals, a man who has been missing since July 6th was found alive and well on Tuesday of this week. 32-year-old Patrick Lynn was considered a missing person up until this week. Police in Florence are thanking the community for their help in locating the man. Speaking of the Shoals, in Florence, the 41st annual W.C. Handy Festival will get underway this coming Friday, July 22nd. It will run until the end of July, the 31st. The festival is in celebration of the Father of the Blues. Handy was born in that city in 1873. There will be live concerts, special deals with restaurants, and family activities throughout this festival. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, another round of executive orders are coming from the White House, this time in regards to a climate emergency. Joe Biden spoke at a power station in Massachusetts about his plans. Climate change is an emergency. And in the coming weeks, I'm going to use the power I have as president to turn these words into formal, official government actions through the appropriate proclamations, executive orders, and regulatory power that a president possesses. Biden says he's making the executive order since Congress has failed to act by passing any legislation on what he calls a climate emergency. Biden is referring to a bill that was a smaller version of the Build Back Better proposal he made. It was blocked by West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin once again, who refused to get on board with more government spending So he refused to vote in favor of that bill. A House Judiciary Committee held talks about gun control legislation against certain rifles. That hearing had moments of rational discussion about the intention of U.S. founding fathers when they crafted the Second Amendment. That was detailed out by Texas Congressman Chip Roy. Patrick Henry wrote in 1778, Guard with jealous attention the public liberty. Suspect everyone who approaches that jewel... Unfortunately, nothing will preserve it but downright force. Whenever you give up that force, you are ruined. The great object is that every man be armed. Everyone who is able might have a gun. Now, people look at those words in 1778 differently than some today in 2022. They look at them differently because they're not looking at through the prism of having come out of a tyranny with King George and exercising their liberty to extract themselves from that tyranny and establish a new nation. But the principles remain the same in any event. The principles are exactly the same. And that is the reality of the purpose of the Second Amendment. And there were moments of detailed discussion over the mechanics of guns rather than their appearance, as in some AR rifles that Democrats seek to ban. In Operation Iraqi Freedom, we were issued M4s in the United States Army. Those M4s had a selector switch on them. Those selector switch allow you to have fully automatic, three-round burst, or semi-automatic. That is not available for purchase in the United States, and that is not what the Democrats are attempting to ban today because that's already banned. The most popular handgun in the United States that was purchased is the Glock 19. It functions in exactly the same way as this rifle. 
It's a semi-automatic, just like that's a semi-automatic. The rifle's not available for purchase, don't have a selector switch for three-round bursts or fully auto. This is a semi-automatic handgun. As quick as I depress the trigger of this Glock 19, a round comes out of the chamber. The functionality between that weapon and this weapon are exactly identical. There is no difference. So you're, you're banning a class of weapons that you don't like the look of, not because of functionality, not because of how fast a round comes out of the weapon, just because you don't like the way that they look because they function exactly the same. That came from Congressman Greg Stubbe of Florida. And then there were moments of chaos when Broward County school shooting survivor David Hogg interrupted the hearing from the gallery. Iterating the points of mass shooters in your manifesto. The shooter in my high school, anti-Semitic, anti-Black, and racist. The shooter in El Paso described it as an invasion. Guess what? Those guns are coming from the United States of America. They are coming from Mexico. They are not coming from Mexico. You are reiterating the points of a mass shooter, sir. Sir, you are perpetuating this violence. You need to realize this is not enough. A Democrat or Republican, stop these things now. Go get it. When it comes to guns and safety, we're now learning more details about the young man who circumvented and cut short a mass shooting that happened at a Greenwood Mall in Indiana. Elisha Dickens was carrying a concealed weapon on him when the gunman left the men's restroom near the food court and started to open fire upon the crowds. Four people were killed. Within 15 seconds of that happening, Dickens responded and fired at the shooter from about 120 feet. Dickens actually fired 10 rounds in that short span of time. Eight of those rounds hit the mark, killing the shooter on the spot. Dickens says that he started carrying a concealed weapon when the Indiana State Legislature instituted a constitutional carry law on July 1st, which was just two weeks before this whole incident happened. A federal appeals court rules in favor of a 2019 abortion law in Georgia, ruling that it can take effect immediately. The appeals court overturned a lower court's ruling that had blocked the law. The 2019 law prohibits an abortion from being conducted once a detectable human heartbeat is present through ultrasound. That is usually by the six-week mark of a woman's pregnancy. Unlike Alabama, this Georgia law does include exceptions for abortions in cases of rape and incest or when the mother's life is at risk. Netflix has now lost close to 1 million subscribers to its online movie viewing service. This was predicted at the start of 2022 by the company after its first quarter losses indicated there was more to come. This is the largest quarterly loss in the company's history. Netflix is now working on an advertisement-supported service that will be cheaper than the subscription-based service. Netflix is also cutting back on certain programming, and many of the show budgets will be cut by as much as 25%. Ivana Trump, the first wife to Donald Trump and mother to three of his five children, has now been laid to rest. The funeral services for Ivana were held on Wednesday in New York City. Donald Trump and his third wife, Melania, attended the services along with his three oldest children and their spouses. Ivana died at the age of 73, reportedly from a fall down her staircase. Ivana was born in Czechoslovakia and was a world-class skier as well as businesswoman with Donald Trump as he created his real estate empire. The two were married in 1977 and divorced in 1992. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. Be sure and check out Phil Williams on Right Side Radio as he talks about high times and cash crops. 
So let's, let's set aside your feelings about medical marijuana just for a second. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about the fact that the new investigators, according to, and I think it was page 27 of the bill, I got to go back and look. That's, I'm going from memory on that piece. But the commission investigators will be able to operate independently of other law enforcement agencies, and they will be specifically, it specifically states in the bill, they will have a right to search and seize Alabama citizens and their property. And this is a quote, quote unquote, without a warrant. Without a warrant. That's right. Warrantless search and seizure is in the bill. How do you feel about that? I, I don't care how you feel about marijuana. I'm asking you how you feel about people without, I mean, law enforcement without a warrant coming and saying, we're here to search you. We're here to search your house. We're here to search your store. Where's your warrant? I want to see the warrant. I don't have to have a warrant, sir. I was authorized to do it. Well, don't we have a right to due process and, and undo search and seizure being prevented by the Constitution? You would think so. But Republicans who pushed this through in Montgomery did not see fit to amend that when we pointed it out to them. You can find more of that podcast at rightsideradio.org. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values. 